welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken. Alongside me, Mr. Eric Norton. What's going on, Derek? With, with no beard. No beard. I shaved it. You're not freshly shaven. No. You have a little scruff. A little scruff. But it's not there anymore. It what was, happened? Um, well, there's two stories. Okay. Uh, the president was here. The president, the president was president here. The president of Mr. Mr. Oh. Sandeep was here. <laughs> I was like, President Obama was here <laughs> yes. and I missed it? What? Come on, man. Uh, Mr. Sandeep was in town. And, yes, you know, I had a, I had a small rat on my face, so I wanted to go ahead and... It, yeah, if you want to call down. it that, I, I would have said a little bit, you know, more disgusting things. About more, it. wow! But it was like a creature. It wasn't yes. just a rat. It was, it, it was, it was interesting. It had a name. It, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what was it like, Elmira or something? No, I mean, it's the, it's not gonna go sad because good. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, it's gone. It's gone. And then, so he was here, and my mother-in-law was in town. So, so that's so. kind of the real reason. Yeah. No offense, just... our, uh, our president Sandeep, but. The mother-in-law kind of takes precedence. Yeah, we don't want to, you know. We don't want to scare her off. No. Yeah. She was in town for 10 glorious days. 10 glorious days. How did that go? It wasn't bad, actually. Uh, She's from Seattle. She's never been south or east uh, of the state of Washington. Oh, wow. This was her first time down here. uh, First time anywhere, really. Yeah, so it was a nice experience. Yeah, she experienced Texas. Did she experience all the Fort Worth stockyards and the Cowboys? We went to the stockyards. uh, Went. Over to Dallas, did the Perot Museum. That was okay, kind of cool. Nice. Um, the night before she left, we took her to Babe's Chicken. You ever oh, been to Babe's? You have to. So yeah. uh, that that was actually probably one of the better nights that we we spent together. She was just all smiles. And yeah, yeah. Had a good time. So that yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah, you know, whenever I so I was in Cleveland uh, after the summit. I took a few days to go see some family and stuff. And uh, I was talking to some of my family friends up there, and they were like, you know, I need to make a trip to Dallas. And I said, you know, everyone needs to come out. At least once. One time. One time. You know, you got to experience the South, especially if you're from the North. Right. Because, you know, you have all your uh, just uh, not precedents, but uh, impressions or expectations. And I mean, we we have those Mm -hmm. if you go to the stockyards and, and Old Town Roanoke has their stuff, you know. But, you know, Dallas, it's just another city, man. You know what I mean? But it's cool to see people who are from the north or or from the Pacific Northwest go to the stockyards and be like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? You (laughs) know what I mean? It's like they step back in time. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not all that different. But from someone who's never experienced anything like that, yeah, they, they I don't know if you know this, but they do a cattle drive two times a day through the stockyards. Oh, are you serious? Oh yeah, so like a, <laughs> like eleven and four fifteen or something like that. They drive cattle through there, and and the constant smell of yeah, cow poop and, yeah. and, and all that just it really just livens up the the yes. atmosphere. And there's Billy Bob's too. Billy Bob's, yeah. I, but see, I'm not a country guy, you know. Yeah. So Dallas is where I kind of hang. Uh, but yeah, so long story short, that's awesome. I'm glad your mother-in-law had fun, and yeah. I bet you're kind of happy she's back in her uh, in her town. Maybe she's she made it back safely. That's there what we we're go. Happy All right. That's Ho- what hopefully your about. wife isn't listening. Uh, but um, no. <laughs> so we got a great show lined up today. Uh, you actually helped us kind of get. Uh, baseball card exchange on the show. Yeah, Andy Albert, all the way in Indianapolis. Andy, yeah, uh, he he did a great job. Uh, we hooked up from you know from you, Eric, and then another Twitter. Uh, I I think it was Ken Ken, Ken Kinsley. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I, I don't think I've ever met this person, but he's extremely active on Twitter. Yes, he's always hitting me up on Beckett Radio on my personal Twitter, and, and that's cool. I like that. You know, I, I want to be involved like that. So shout out to him. Appreciate that. 
Um, but yeah, that interview is going to come later. Obviously, we have new products, new pricing, yep. a lot of new pricing that we just did here in the recent weeks. And included in that new products uh, little section is a new product called Tops Translucent Football, yes. which will go into inside new releases, which is why you are here. All right. So we'll talk about that. Also, news around the hobby. Everyone's talking about Tops Tribute Baseball and that total recall, snafu, mishap, right. whatever you want to call it. And I, I kind of divulge into it with the interview with Andy since, you know, he has a hobby shop, you know, right. how it affected him. And he had a great take on it. There was actually some positive experiences coming out of this product. Nice. So you have to check it out. It's it's a really good interview. But we're going to get Brian Fleischer on, the baseball guy here, to talk all about that, what to expect from Tops and all that good stuff. Can, can I say one thing about Go that? for it, dude. Um, I was reading – I was – Perusing the boards. Is that is that the internet thing to say? Perusing the boards. Perusing the yeah, boards. Yeah, sure. sure. We'll make it happen. All right. So I was perusing the boards um, just a couple of days ago. and it was, it was after the recall. Yeah. And most hobby shop owners were sending stuff back. Uh-huh. And I saw a story about a guy who opened one box. And... Um, he hit a Mike Trout 101. Ooh. <laughs> and it was beautiful, too. There was no flaw oh, in it at all. Man. So he sent back the rest of his. But he kept that. But he kept that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You know, but it's like, you know, and, and I'll kind of tease it a little. What Andy was talking about is like, you know, the demand for these products. You know, if you keep a box and you don't open it, mm-hmm. everyone's going to, you know, most likely bring theirs back. Right. So the demand for that box five, 10, 20 years down the line, it, it might be huge. Yes. Uh, be. So you never know. And so these people who are opening these products are, and saying, hey, I just got a, you know, number to 25 autograph of Stanton, you know, Giancarlo Stanton, you know, maybe 20 of those are going to be recalled. So that just turned into a five, you know, out of five card, you know, that, hey, you never know, you right, know, right. so he had a, he had a good positive twist on, on that kind of bad situation, but we'll talk about it more with Brian coming on as well as the interview. Sounds good. But uh, let's start it off with new products and pricing our lead off topic segment of the week. Every week, let's go new products. All right. Tops MLS. We're both soccer, soccer friends, soccer fiends, not friends. We are friends, We're but, friends, but not soccer friends. Are we friends? friends? I mean, yeah, but uh, on a good day. Okay. No, so Tops MLS is coming out on the 27th, so that is tomorrow. Um, SP Authentic Basketball. Basketball this month has been super light. Yeah. I have done nothing as At far all. as basketball is concerned except for general pricing. It's It's been crazy. But finally, we have the new product coming out, SP Authentic. Going to be a lot of fun. That comes out on the 31st, as well as Tops Translucent Football, which actually came out today. Today, noon Eastern. Noon so, Eastern. So, so been, yeah, Tops Translucent Football, tops.com. Check it out. We'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, Upper Deck Football, Leaf Ultimate Draft Football come out on the 1st of April. No, that is not an April Fool's joke. They do come out. Uh, so check that out. A lot of football products, even though the season is over. They're, they're trying to get, get it going with the 2015 rookie class. Uh, so that'll be interesting. New pricing, as far as that goes, we got Top Supreme Football, Upper Deck Inscriptions Football, Leaf Metal Draft Football, uh, Sage Hit Low Series Football, and our lone baseball product, Donruss Baseball. So you're, what you're saying really is Justin's been pretty busy. Justin has been pulling his hair out, whatever is left. Whatever, he, yeah, he's yeah. so much hair. And, and that's why you know I, I wanted to bring him on to, to talk about this Tops Translucent, but he's been doing so much football as well as so much hockey, right. and he just got yelled at for racing because you know he, he's the racing guy. That He's just going crazy. So right. I said, you know what? Take a breath. Do your thing. We'll get we'll get Mr. Eric in. Eric's not doing nothing. Let's get him. Yeah, Eric's just <laughs> looking at coins all day. He doesn't uh, coins, do anything. Coins, coins. So 
let's go into new releases, inside new releases, and 2014 Tops Translucent Football. That's an interesting uh, name. It is. Yeah, it's when when I saw it, I was like, okay, are they all acetate cards? You know, and I mean, I you can't really tell from from the pictures, but you know, it, it's a new brand and it's online exclusive only to tops.com. Yes. And it's all, an all autograph product. Yes. Uh, why don't you talk about it? So it is all acetate. Okay. It's uh, it's a thicker acetate. Okay. So, you know, that's, that gives it off the bat. That's kind of cool. I, I like the acetate cards. Yeah. I've seen some that in the past that have cracked, but that was in other products. They're thinner acetate. So, okay. But this, this is a thick quality acetate. They're all autographs. It's a small set. And I think there's, 47 players yeah 47 rookies in it actually 43 yeah and it's all rookies and it's correct? all rookies okay so um what what you're looking for is you know, show the base auto mm-hmm. and then they have sepia ver- uh, parallel or yeah. number five yeah so that's what it is it's 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 pretty front straightforward yeah it's pretty simple. Yeah. I, I I like the concept, and I I also like the concept of buying it strictly online. It's from the top store. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're starting to see more of retail only exclusives uh, with Panini Panini mm-hmm. threads dropped this week, yeah. uh, putting that checklist in the system as as we speak, and so that has you know the gravity pack, all all these different packs, the premium box, whatever, mm-hmm. and they did so well with Prestige that they're going to try and do it in more sports. So with tops. I think they're trying to do something different, you know? Yeah. And so you said that this isn't the first time they've done this online-only exclusive. It's not. You've um, They've had other products that you can buy yeah. exclusively online. I'm not I'm not 100% sure, and please don't bash me if I get it wrong. But of course my we're first, bash you. My first, my first uh, recollection. recollection of an, an online product was actually in Top Series 1 and 2 baseball in uh, 2010 or 11, okay. and it was the diamond giveaway stuff. Okay. Um, I know there's been other other formats of it but that was so you redeem points and you know ultimately you get to get a get a card yeah yeah yeah. it's this is obviously this is different in that you know, you're buying an actual product okay so that's uh i think it's an avenue that that they haven't it's not new to them but if this works is i believe if i understand this was a test product so if it works you know you, you could see this on the shelves next year yeah i mean the thing with me is that it's two cards a pack right. and it's one pack per box right. and it's a hundred dollars a box, $100 a box. <laughs> so you know don't get me wrong acetate on card autographs for both of them and on top of that you have the potential to get uh, a numbered card out of five right you know that's big and you know with the with the checklist you know you got guys like mike evans uh, Garoppolo, Carlos Hyde, I mean, Odell Beckham, Kelvin Benjamin, Bridgewater, you know, mm-hmm. all, all those hot names. Yeah. So it's like, all right, if I get a Beckham and a Carlos Hyde, I'll take that for 100 bucks. But if I get a, you know, no offense, but if I get like a Tom Savage and a, a Charles Sims, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, I'm not going to get this product next time it comes out. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's a, I think this is a huge, huge gamble product. Well, you know, as is anything, I mean, True. You, you buy, say, you, you know, you know what you're getting. Of course, you, you go to a you go to a card shop and you're buying high end products out of the case that come with two, three cards in them. You you run the risk of the same thing. Yeah, I follow what you're saying and I completely understand it and agree with you. Yeah, but you know, it, it, I think this avenue of approach, it, it's it lets tops keep their hands on the product. Uh-huh. You know, it doesn't have to go out to distributors, so that's cool. 
and you know, it's it from there you just so you 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 go to tops yeah you hope for the best yeah and 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 in no way am I bashing this product I right. you know I'm a big fan of acetate on card autographs so I'm excited to see you know the the I guess not the future but to see the secondary market sales and and right. see all that stuff and you know props to tops for for doing something like this to be like hey this is a, a test run let's try it out you know right um because tops is in some you know hot water with with tribute you know and you know going back to the industry summit their kind of corporate address you know as a as a bystander just watching you know i, I wasn't going to bring anything up I, I i was strictly there to cover it for you know for beckett and i just kept feeling like bad for him you know what yeah, i mean because yeah. there was so much negativity you know and it's like look clay Lurasky and kevin o'neill they're not doing these things to hurt companies right. to hurt businesses right. you know what i mean like this isn't a, a for-profit industry it's a gamble industry yeah. in my opinion you know what i mean so if a product comes out you know they're not gonna stash a bunch of high-end you know autographs because they can't no they're putting the stuff out people are gonna get this stuff unfortunately some of you guys aren't mm -hmm. that's just how it is you know yeah. what i mean so i felt bad for those guys because they kept getting dogged a little bit and it's like hey you know let, let's chill you know right and they they, they presented themselves well the, the address was great what they had to offer and we'll bring in our gaming and non-sports analyst matt bible because there was a lot of non-sports stuff uh but that's for another time but uh going back to this product uh, you know it's going to be interesting to see like i said on the secondary market with football i think it's perfect because baseball, I don't think you could justify a hundred dollars a box right. for two cards. You know what I mean? I think you bring up a really good point there. Yeah. Um, with football, there's these forty three rookies, and you know, that's I would feel as a as a buyer, yeah. I feel more comfortable taking a shot at that mm -hmm. than a baseball product who has you know some prospect that won't see the major league and. Yeah, you know, four or five years. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you have products like Triple Threads, right. who, in in my opinion, I think are more rookie based. Yeah. Um, but it it kind of loses the luster when you yeah. when you when you pick a you know a one one rookie who you won't see for five years. You know, and even after those five years, he probably won't even play. You right. know what I mean? Right. So it's like you have a better chance of people getting on this bandwagon now with all these rookies because you know football is rookie you know driven so right. it makes perfect sense obviously it's not a you know it's a no-brainer you right. know what i mean a, a rocket scientist you know didn't have to figure this out but it's definitely interesting to see it's a huge gamble but if you gamble right you know you, you might get some some nice stuff in this uh, you know those the, the sepia number to five that's you hit one of those any of the rookies oh yeah you, you're doing pretty well yeah so. exactly you, i i think you already got your money back on yeah. on just that one card you talk about that case price did you did you mention that no what i didn't see that Where's 24 that? boxes in a case okay 23.99.99 so a cent off yeah yeah that, that's kind of nice um this is called 2400 just for yeah well, for yeah for s and and grins I so i, I don't want to say it but yeah for s and g's so i think that's uh <laughs> i think with that with that being said that's a that's a high-end product right yeah. <laughs> yeah i i i wouldn't even call it a mid-end product i no. would come i would call it a, a extremely high-end exactly you know just with having two cards in a pack and one pack in a box right like how there's no way to call that a mid mid-end no, brand you know no. what i mean so i would call like gold standard probably mid to high but this is totally high end so i don't know we'll see what happens 
I'm interested to see how how it works out for them. Maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't. Personally, I think there's too many products out there, so I, you know, I hope if it's good, I hope it's, you know, strong, you know. Right. I don't want a half-ass type product, you know what I mean? Uh, cuz there's way too many out there. Right. But uh all right, well, Eric, I appreciate you coming on and talking about a sport that you really don't cover. Um, but obviously you know your stuff, so I appreciate it. But uh, anything else you want to talk about before I kick you out of here? Before you kick me out of yeah. here. Andrew Hammond. Let's talk about Andrew Hammond real quick. Who's that? He is the rookie goalie for the Ottawa Senators ah, right now. Okay. Um, if you don't know who Andrew Hammond is, you need to you need to check your, your stats. And you okay. need to go to NHL.com and check him out. Um, he has no autographs right now. He has no material cards right now. Wow. He has a total of 10 cards right now. Really? 10. Okay. And... He went from a nobody to a superstar. Mm. He's he's great. Uh, what what I love about Andrew Hammond is he wears they call him the Hamburglar, oh, and he's geez. got he's got the Hamburglar on his uh, on his uh, goalie on, mask. On his goalie oh, mask. nice! So uh, recently, like very recently, yesterday or the day before, the Senators had to ask their fans to stop throwing hamburgers onto <laughs> <the> ice. <laughs> I would be like, sweet dinner for me tonight. That's awesome. Uh, McDonald's actually gave him a. Um, a voucher for he can eat free McDonald's for the rest of his life. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, but so, that's cool. Uh, hockey co- hockey collectors. Um, I'm Take sure care. you already know this because yeah. hockey collectors are avid. Yeah, but if you, if you haven't picked up on Hammond yet, you need to. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Check that out. We'll talk hockey in the next couple weeks. Sounds you know, good. now that playoffs are, are coming up, right? Uh, so we'll have some fun with that. But Eric, appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll see you next time. Right. Thanks, buddy. Okay. So unfortunately, I have the unfortunate pleasure to bring in a guy who i don't really want to talk to but i, I have no to. respect on beckett radio uh, ever yeah uh brian hey hello derek how are you i'm well how are you i really don't care Good so job. let's go to why i want you here and that is tops tribute tops tribute is you know a, a brand that people get excited for yeah and everyone is excited for this one and unfortunately it was a, a dud, and that, and not a dud because of the product content, you know, autographs, stuff like that, but just uh, just manufacturing. Yeah, there was there was a little defects. bit of a mishap. Tops is calling it a UV contamination, whatever okay. that means. Something okay. about the UV coating on the card. I'm assuming too much sunlight. Maybe okay. I don't know. Not enough. I don't <laughs> not, know. All right. Whatever the case, it caused some of the autograph cards to the autographs look. I don't know, smeared or smudged or incomplete, streaked. streaked. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Streaked. Yeah. So last Friday, Tops decided to recall the entire product. You know, and it's weird, and it's ironic because I, I I think I was talking to Eric earlier that at the summit their corporate address was rough. To say that everyone was just negative is an understatement. At that thing, it, it was pretty bad. Um, they were getting hit hard. I felt bad for Clay Lorasky, Kevin O'Neill, and and the other guys there. But you know, so if that would have if they would have pushed that out a week earlier and we had this problem and then you had the industry summit, you probably would have had to get a riot squad <laughs> to be in between because, I, you know, it was that bad already and I felt bad for him. But, you know, it, it's unfortunate. But the good thing with this is that they they recognized the problem. Right. They decided to do a total recall. And this was, I believe... I don't believe it was out a week. I believe it was like, it was like two, two or three, or three days. days after the product it, went live. They yeah. they recognized the complaints that were pretty pretty loud. Yeah. Um. And they and they released a statement. They released a statement last Thursday, and then last Friday morning or early afternoon, 
they announced the recall. Yeah. Now, do you have the statement from Clay Lurasky of Tops? I do. You do? Do you want to read it, or do you sure. want me to read it? You have a better radio voice. Well, so why I don't can you definitely. Read it? Yeah. Let's let's it read that. It starts there. It says, "Dear valued Tops customer." Oh, I okay. Believe. So uh, yeah, Friday they issued a statement. Clay Lurasky uh, did this, and this is what he said. He said, "Dear valued Tops collectors and customers, Tops has been investigating complaints regarding the quality of the autograph cards in the just released 2015 Tops." baseball and has confirmed that many autograph cards are damaged due to a uv contamination on the card as a result of our investigation and to rectify the situation tops is initiating a complete recall of the product those in possession of unopened boxes should return them no later than friday march 27th which is tomorrow to the authorized distributor or store from which the box was purchased for a full refund in addition between now and june 30th of 2015 anyone in possession of a damaged autograph card not in pack can exchange the card by contacting tops customer service Exchanges will be made for another card of equal or greater value, plus a bonus autograph or relic card, obviously valued at the company's discretion. Tops appreciates your understanding in this matter. We stand firmly behind all our products and apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. So, you know, props to them for doing that. You know, yep. obviously they need to do that because mm-hmm. they've, you know, they've lost the football license. So all they have is baseball. You know, obviously they they said at the industry summit they're still going to be in the football market, but as we all know, if you're not the sole, you know, it I can guess, be tough. Yeah, exactly. So so they need to make their primary focus, you know, baseball, and they need to make it right. You know? And in fairness, the majority of their products are there. There haven't been quality issues. You know, some one off here and there, that, mm-hmm. but but that's to be expected when you're printing this many thousands of, of cards yeah um but, this isn't a, a yearly occurrence for no. tops where they have to recall a product or even you know it, it's exceedingly rare and, and yeah and you were talking our good friend rich klein i guess wrote a story about previously yeah he wrote products. um the only one that rich recalled and i think that we could recall here as well was uh well rich recalled two but uh the major one was 89 fleer um, Fleer tried to recall some early print run boxes that had the Billy Ripken obscenity Ex- card. We'll, yeah, we'll call it that. Face. Expletive card. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the time, that card was super hot. So yeah. the, uh, you know, uh, people weren't going to return People aren't going to return it. Here, it's a different situation. Yeah. Or is it? Tops hasn't said what they're going to do with the returned product. Are they going to destroy it? Are they going to cherry pick the decent cards out of the product because there's a lot of base cards there's yeah. a lot of memorabilia cards it a lot of parallels join, it might join the 52 tops in the ocean yes it might <laughs> it might end up in the ocean yeah. we're just speculating we don't know what they're going to do maybe they will destroy it maybe they'll try and salvage the relic cards that aren't damaged maybe they'll try and salvage the autograph cards that yeah. aren't damaged so th- they haven't really said what they're going to do um I-, I think the best situation is to obviously take all the boxes and cards that get returned and hand hand pack it Kind of like what Panini did with Panini Prime Hockey. You know, they 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 put all they just made a, a hits. You know, just galore. You yeah. know, in each pack, and to rectify the situation, like they're saying, and to go above and beyond is to do something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? To ma- say, hey, you know, we we realized our mistake. Here's like you said earlier. Here's you know, uh, Tops Tribute Limited or Tops Tribute Premium, or Platinum. Something. You know, something to where it's just massive hits back to back to back, and that's what will get collectors to be like, all right, cool, we appreciate that. Yes, 
That's one thing. <laughs> That's silence. one option. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Well, the, we don't know how much is going to get returned. True. From what it looks like right now, people are still spending two seventy five, three hundred dollars a box. Yeah. At least on eBay. Right before we came in here, I, I spot checked, which is about retail for the product. Yeah. So some people might be trying to hold the boxes back, thinking, "Oh, everybody's going to send it in. It's going to be a limited product." Mm-hmm. So you may upset those collectors. Also, how would you differentiate this new Tops product, new in quotes Tops yeah. premium tribute product or whatever? I think it was a fifty dollar a pack product as it is. It, what's it going to be now? You know, whatever. It, would they stamp it or something? I I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. We're all you know, it's it's all speculation. But the sales, you know, we're going to try and price it tomorrow. We're mm-hmm. going to see the sales are down a little as far as what we've been able to gather compared it's to not last year's dr- product. Yeah, it's not it's not a drastic like justification yeah. to be like, okay, because of this total recall, this is, you know, you can tell with all the sales. It's like what you said, it, it's just, uh, it's a little down. Yeah, you know I, I mean? it's about 12% to be exact from what we gathered in the first few weeks of last year's product compared to this year's yeah. product. It's going to be down a little bit, but... Yeah. That I mean, it's 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 comp- that could just there could be a lot of factors into that. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure this the the quality issues that they that they had to deal with in the first couple of days didn't help. Um, but people, there are autographs in there that look good. There yeah. are every one is not damaged. Every relic is not bad. Every base card and parallel is not bad. There are some perfectly fine looking cards yeah. in the product. Yeah, it's a card by card assessment you know and, and that, obviously they felt that there was enough of them and that that they needed to recall the whole product well i i personally think that they needed to recall the product because they didn't want another another negative story you know what i mean Be, because like at the industry summit there at the corporate address they were going to talk about bowman chrome series 2 baseball uh-huh. they were going to create a product yeah and they uh, clay said because there was so much backlash at that corporate address he literally deleted the slide that had it and he was like we're not doing that product anymore just on the spot you know what yeah. i mean so i feel like that this is just another case of them being like you know what we're not going to you know deal with long term effects we're just going to deal with it head on because we can't we can't afford to lose customers you know yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. we're already going to lose a lot of football people. Mm. But, you know, that's just my personal opinion. But personally, I would rather them do what they're doing right now. Than just ignore it and just it, yeah, let exactly. it float it just, out there. Yeah, hey, we're tops. Hey, we're sorry. Doors we're, closed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that just makes them, you know, feel like they're Superman. And they're not. They're just a company. Just yeah. like Panini. Just like us. So I commend them for doing what they're doing. But at the same time, they don't deserve the backlash that they're getting. Because... It, UV contaminate. It's what I don't even like. You said we don't even know what that really means. You know what I mean? So you, it's like don't blame them for a, a terrible product. It, it just it, it was a mistake. Yeah, and they're trying to correct it, and so they should be. Yeah, uh, they should get some some credit for that. So yeah. we'll see how it ends up. How the pricing ends up. Well, like I said, we're going to try and price it tomorrow. It'll be mm-hmm. live on Becca.com um, Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, Assuming everything looks good tomorrow, when I when I look at the market information, cool. some no, I'm not promising every card is going to be priced because some <laughs> of the autographs may just be too yeah. poor to price or like too out of range. We're not going to price a Ken Griffey Jr. card at twenty dollars just because it sold for twenty dollars because the autograph is bad. Yeah, exactly. So on something like that, we probably wouldn't price it. Yeah. Um, but we're going to do our best with the base cards and the parallels, and we're shooting to have it up on Becca.com on on Saturday go. morning. Now, Brian. Uh, I have to ask you this because Mr. Mike Payne always asks, are you going to contribute to the hobby and buy Tops MLS 2015 when it comes out uh, tomorrow? 
I might buy some packs. Really? Might buy a set. Might go to my local hobby shop and buy a set, buy some singles. Uh, I'm gonna some have FC to, Dallas. I'm going to have to send this to Mike and see if he agrees with Mike is with a big supporter of the hobby he is a big in su- all aspects. He is, he is a very big supporter, uh, but I don't think he'll be satisfied with your answer. Well, But it's okay because we have Donra soccer coming out. So I'll, I'll buy some of that too. There you go. What, what a great pal. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, Brian, I, I'm really getting tired of looking at you and talking to you. Uh, so like how we started with me being very negative, I'm going to be very negative right now and say, please leave. All right. All right. So next up, we have a special interview plan for this week's Beckett Radio and he's calling all the way from Indianapolis, Indiana and that is Mr. Andy Albert of Baseball Card Exchange. Andy, how's it going? I'm doing well, Derek. How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I just got back from a, a little vacation and we've been having this plan for a couple, I'm going to have to say three weeks now. <laughs> so I'm finally glad we can get you on the phone and talk a little uh, a little trading card. Thanks to some of our mutual Twitter friends, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's just kind of start it off. I, I, I asked everyone this question uh, when they come on the show and I just want to get your take. How did you get into collecting and was there a certain player or athlete uh, that kind of sparked your interest? That's a great question. Um, I'm, a, I'm a product of the 80s and 90s, unfortunately. I'm 36 <laughs> years old, so uh, you know it all had to be about players and not the actual demand of cards back in the day. Of course. Um, but uh, being a northern Indiana guy, I was a big Bulls fan and predominantly just loved Michael Jordan. And uh, ironically, basketball cards were my favorite thing to collect, so it was not as bad of a... a a wash that you'd take when you opened up <laughs> 80s and 90s products as opposed to open up the baseball products of those of that era. So, you know, I, I just, I grew to love basketball. Being an Indiana boy growing up in Indiana, you just, uh, that's what you migrate towards. And Michael Jordan was the guy in the 80s and 90s, as we all know. Um, still is the guy, in my opinion. I have a pretty extensive Michael Jordan collection myself and, and can't, uh, I can't stop trying to always chase down a good Jordan card every now and then. Yeah, you know, it's 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 crazy with, with that era, you know, Jordan fueled the trading card market, in my opinion. Oh. You, you know, he, he was the clear-cut favorite to, to go after, uh, to be sought after, and I think he still is. You know, I, I'm kind of the basketball analyst here at Beckham Media, and I, you know, I continue to see prices for Jordan cards just go through the roof, you know. Oh. His, no yeah, his value will never dwindle, you know. Yeah, my first ever box of cards that was given to me as a gift was an 8889 Fleer box from my grandma, and I thought I was in heaven. <laughs> that's that's a nice box to have. Full box of 8889 Fleer, you know, you get the Jordans and the Pippen rookie and the Rodman rookie and all that fun stuff that came out of that product. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. I need to get me a box of that. I, I don't care how much it is, <laughs> I got to get me one. So, uh, you know, I was going to bring up, uh, how you opened the hobby shop, but you had an is- interesting take on that question. So I'll just kind of give the floor to you and kind of talk about how you got involved with the baseball card exchange. Oh, that's a good question. I come from a family of entrepreneurs, so you know I've always had the desire in, in having this hobby always kind of drive my passion to maybe open up a shop eventually down the road. And um, you know when I moved to Indianapolis out of college about 14 years ago, now I. I linked in with the local shop right away and became a customer and i'd say a pretty good customer of uh, richard autry at the baseball card exchange and for 12 years we just developed a really strong relationship and um got to the point where we finally had this discussion saying you know hey what are you planning on doing with the shop i've, I've always had interest in the shop and uh you know he's nearing retirement and we worked out a deal and i actually acquired his shop that had been open for over 20 years wow and uh I can't say anything badly about the guy. He's a great guy, and, and you know everything worked out to the 
uh, all of our advantages. And uh, about three years ago, I bought the shop and I've been the owner ever since. That's that's crazy. Now, what's it like being a shop owner? You know, I I would only dream to own a shop one day, but what's it like to to see it from the very beginning to where it is now? It's got its dreams and its nightmares, as we all know in this hobby, Derek. I mean, of it's, uh, there's good and bad that you have to deal with, but you, you fight through the bad and you really relish the good. And it's all about the customers. I mean, you know, we as a hobbyist myself, I can relate with the fun stuff that people get to open out of packs or those good finds that they'll get from a collection. You know, those little diamonds in the rough, and you know, being able to to do that with them and be able to just enjoy the enjoy the highs and then also. Uh, you know, feel with them on the lows when they don't have good things going on. You know, it's 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 a fun thing. It's fun to be there on a daily basis to encounter those people and to always, you know, see, you know, what they're doing, how they're doing, not from the card perspective, even from a personal perspective. You develop a relationship to that depth. Oh, of course. Now let's let's talk about hot products in your shop right now. Um, what what has been the I guess current recent hot product that's been yeah. going off the shelves, and you know what kind of player if. If you sell a lot of singles, have people been really looking at? Well, I mean, if we're talking right in the moment, there's no doubt about it. It's Chris Bryant. I mean, yeah. I'm in the Midwest. <laughs> he's a Cub. He's a Cub player, and it's ridiculous how much that stuff is selling and what people are trying to chase down just to get any Chris Bryant card they can. You know, they're busting a lot of wax. They're busting a lot of you know things that potentially could even just get base cards of Chris Bryant because they know how well those cards are selling. Yeah. So there's no doubt about that on on the basketball front, which is still kind of my you know near and dear to my heart. You know, Andrew Wiggins is selling big, and you know people are busting a lot of wax in our shop. And I think the fact that we're in Indiana has a lot to do with it too, because basketball's always got a, a close drive on mm. people wanting to collect basketball cards. Yeah. Uh, we also have a guy named Andrew Luck in our backyard, so <laughs> that def- that never shies away from a high demand for Andrew Luck and Colts cards around here too. Yeah, of course. Now I, I just want to get your take. You know, Panini has been going more towards the retail only exclusive products. Uh, they did Prestige a few months ago and, and did pretty well, and now they're going to come out with Panini Threads. Right. Uh, what's your take as a hobby store owner to see these retail-only exclusives get all these nice products? I'm going to be fully honest. I absolutely love it. Really? I'll explain why. Okay, cool. I, I, you know, this the industry is all about economics, you yeah. know, supply and demand, right? Yeah. So as a hobbyist, you want to create a higher demand for a product. And if they're limiting the production of hobby products only, there's going to be a higher demand. And it's shown in my shop with Prism Basketball, Prism Jumbo, you know, Gold Standard, gosh, totally certified, just a lot of the products that are the staple products, but there's not as many other products that are filling in in between. So people realize, I'm going to open up some of this Prism, and I'm not going to be battling with Target and Walmart because there's Prism retail packs out there. You know what I mean? So I love it. I I wish Panini would have done it a long time ago, but the fact that they're doing it now, I hope they stick with it. Yeah, you know, I talked to David Porter, the the basketball, I guess, manager at uh, for product development over at Panini at the Industry Summit, and he talked about how they're going to be looking more towards retail-only uh, exclusives with Target, maybe some Walmart stuff, because of how Prestige did so well. And I think it, you know uh, Panini Threads is, is on a whole nother level. Uh, they're, they're going to up the game a little bit, so we'll see how that goes. But it's not going to just be for basketball. It'll be for you know football, baseball, and, and all that. So you know we'll see what the future holds for that. But uh, that kind of goes into my next question, and that's kind of what is the future of the trading card industry as a whole in your mind? Well, boy, that's a loaded question, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 
it's a lot left to be determined. You know, we're, there's, I think that, I think the manufacturers like Tops and Panini and Upper Deck and even Leaf, you know, Leaf does a great job. I think they realize that if you don't keep a high demand for a product and you oversaturate the market, um, you're, you're going to lose value. You're going to lose brand equity. You're going to lose a lot of things. You know, I think we, I hate to bash Tops, but I think they lost a lot of brand equity with the whole Tops Chrome football debacle in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and I think they're hopefully going to learn their lesson moving forward with other products that, you know, always create a high demand. Don't just do it based on the allocation of, of what the people are ordering ahead of time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So in my opinion, I really hope that they can keep the higher demand, lower supply of products, you know, thin, thin out the herd on some products that we know haven't had a history of selling really well. And I think the trading card market will still stay really stable. There's always the vintage cards. You know, I'm a personal fan of vintage cards. Ever since I bought the shop, I absolutely love searching through vintage cards and buying collections. But not only that, you know, that's a little piece of this hobby. When it comes to the manufacturers themselves, I think they're doing a better job realizing what the customer demand is out there. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, let's let's kind of wrap things up a little bit, and I want to talk about Topps Tribute Baseball. Uh, we all know the issues that Topps had with this product, and it kind of broke during the weekend of the industry summit. And uh, it's it's kind of uh, ironic that it happened right after it ended because Topps probably would have uh, they they would have been in trouble uh, if if they had hobby store owners right in front of them as this product uh, was going live. But I just want to get your opinion on on what you've seen with this product before it came with the total recall and all that stuff. Uh, did you have positive experiences, or was it all just negative? Um, mostly negative, but we definitely had some positives that I like to dwell on, too. Yeah. Um, you know, we had some customers the day it came out were opening some boxes and noticed that there was definitely issues with the autograph qualities and the streaking and, you know, some of those issues that we've all come to know and hear about the last week and a half or so. Hmm. But, uh, you know, the, the negative is obviously there, and I, I commend Tops for doing a full product recall. I think it's great because hmm. that means they, they care enough to take all that back and probably take a major, major hit financially. On the positive side, though, you know, we're all collectors and we're all hobbyists looking for a good deal and looking for the next big thing. Uh, some customers were talking to me about it and thinking, well, man, if this stuff's getting recalled, there's going to be a higher demand for these cards, for these autographs, for you know these certain players that uh, don't have as many cards out there yet. Therefore, maybe I should uh, hang on to my autographs, or maybe I should buy a sealed box and not open it, because down the road they're doing a recall on a product that there's not going to be nearly as much of. So uh, that's kind of a positive spin, and uh, you know some people are taking advantage of a potential recall that limits a product. Yeah, that's it's going to be interesting to see in in the near future what happens, you know, with with those cards that people held on to, you know, because like you said, it's it's all about, you know, there there's just a less quantity out there now. Uh, so maybe the price will go through the roof. You never know. Uh, but it's definitely going to be interesting to see. But I I do commend Tops for how they handled it. Uh, Clay Lorasky and all those guys up there in New York. Um, but let's let's kind of close things out, Andy, and let's talk about this uh, monthly card show that you guys host. And you have an awesome guest uh, signing that I'm actually extremely jealous of. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, we help co-promote a show called the J&J All-Star Collectible Show. And it's uh, once a month in Fishers, Indiana, which is a suburb of Indianapolis. And it's a good show. You know, we've got 40 to 50 tables on average every month. Um, but most importantly, this coming month in April, April 18th, is uh, a really special signing. And it's Carl Erskine. 
Carl uh, played for the Brooklyn Dodgers back in the late 40s and into the 50s. And uh, as we all know, another special guy played in the late 40s and into the 50s, too, <laughs> named Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Um, Carl, Carl had that opportunity to play with Jackie, and it's just exciting to be able to talk to him and hear some of the cool stories about you know, being on the Brooklyn Dodgers during that time. And, you know, you know, hearing the movie 42 and watching the movie 42, knowing that a guy here in Indianapolis area played for that team. Uh, it's just really exciting. So, uh, you know, we're pumped to have him there. He's doing a signing for about two and a half hours. And uh, you can bring any item you'd like to get signed and hopefully hear some cool stories about Carl's uh, career in the major leagues back with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah, you know, I'm a huge history guy, and we talked before uh, we we got this rolling. And I just, you know, I mean, I would love to get something signed from Carl, but I would just love to sit down and just talk to him about, you know, the things he saw back in the day, you know, in, in, in baseball, you know, obviously the whole Jackie Robinson thing, that's, that's huge, but you know, it, it's uh, just the history aspect of it just gets me going, you know? Me too. Me too. We're on the same page there. Yeah. Now I just want to plug some Facebook and some Twitter stuff. So Facebook, we have facebook.com slash baseball card exchange. And obviously everyone loves Twitter. So at ball card, the letter X change. So ball card X change. You don't have a website, but that's coming soon. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Andy, we appreciate you coming on the show. And whenever you want to come on, talk a little trading cards, maybe some hot products, you 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 obviously and definitely have a spot. So we appreciate it and you have a good one. Thanks, Derek. You too. Much appreciated. Take care. Okay, special thanks to everyone that came on this week's show, and that includes obviously Eric Norton, Brian Fleischer, and Andy Albert of Baseball Card Exchange up in Indiana. Really appreciate you guys. Hope that Everyone out there enjoyed this week's show. Uh, you know, with the industry summit happening, that that was a lot of fun. That was a huge, uh, long show. It was like two and a half hours or something like that. So I tried to keep it kind of short this week to to give people kind of an uh, an off week to just kind of listen, see what happens. Obviously, there's some important news going on right now, but uh, we don't want you guys sitting on here for an hour and a half to just hear me rumble ramble on about you know nonsense but hope you guys enjoyed this week we're gonna have uh, some some really good shows in, in the coming week so definitely uh, stay tuned to beckett.com slash radio obviously follow us on twitter at beckett radio and if you guys want to follow me my personal twitter it's at Derek underscore ficken one two that's d-e-r-e-k underscore f-i-c-k-e-n one two i you know i post a lot of stuff not just about trading cards i'm a huge sports guy have a lot of fun with that i i, I tweet about stuff that goes down in the office maybe a a a surprise picture of chris olds picking his nose or something i know you all want to see that just as much as i do but uh, i post random stuff it's a lot of fun and uh yeah so if you guys want to follow me or beckett radio do that and we'll have some fun with that but all good things must come to an end so i appreciate you guys for checking out beckett radio this week we'll be back next week for an all-new episode but like i said i'm your host Derek ficken thanks so much for listening we'll see you guys later have a good one 